Parsha Pulse, episode 24. This week's Torah portion is Tzav, and in it God instructs Moses to command Aaron and his sons regarding their roles, their duties, and their rights as the priests of the Jewish people. They're told that they must bring a, they must leave a burning flame on the altar at all times, and that there are certain offerings where they get part of the meat of the animal. The Parsha then goes on to describe what the rules and guidelines are for both Kohanim and others while eating the meat of offerings. And it's interesting to see that, you know, there are lots of different types of offerings. And with the offering called the peace offering, there is a large amount of meat that they're supposed to eat in only two days. And that is meant to force them in uh, gathering lots of people to join them in their feasts so that they get help finishing the meat in, in time. And that creates lots of camaraderie and friendship because they need to invite all these people for their um, feasts. And then there's actually an offering that has an even shorter time period for finishing lots and lots of meat, and that is the offering of gratitude. Because there, they're forced to make bigger parties, and then everyone gets to hear what they're grateful for, and it's a great opportunity to spread that gratitude to lots of other people. The Parsha ends with the fact that Aaron and his sons remained in the sanctuary for seven days, which was their initiation period after which they were initiated into priesthood, uh, being Kohanim. And that is the summary of this week's Parsha. And now for an insight. Actually, not on the Parsha, I'd like to share an insight on Passover since that's right around the corner and first and foremost in many people's minds. So all the way at the end of the Seder, there's a song, if you're still up by that point, a song called who knows one? And then it actually goes through all the different numbers. Every single number corresponds to something else. But the number we keep on coming back to during the song is who knows one? I know one. One is Hashem. One is Hashem. One is Hashem. In the heavens and the earth. And we're talking about the fact that we know that Hashem is one and Hashem is, you know, the uh, God. And it's a very strong word to use when you're talking about something you believe in. You're not just saying, I believe in God. You're saying, I know that God is one and I know that God is there. It's interesting because this concept of using the word knowledge in regards to God is actually not just from the Seder. It's actually a mitzvah in the Torah. There's a mitzvah to know that God is one. That's actually the first mitzvah in the Ten Commandments. Anochi Hashem, a mitzvah to know God is one and God is running the world. And the commentaries ask, how could it be that we're expected to have a mitzvah to know that God is there. It would be one thing to believe, to have faith. How can we know? And the commentaries point out that the answer is actually right there in the verse because the verse says, Hashem, asher I am God who took you out of the land of Egypt. You're supposed to know that I am God and I am the one who took you out of Egypt. And it's a surprising thing for God to say because we'd expect him to point at something much more impressive. For instance, one example that comes to mind is the Milky Way. The Milky Way was, is super awesome and God created it. So shouldn't God present himself as, you know, the Milky Way and all the lots of stars and all the cool things that you see all around? I created it. I am God who created the universe. That's what we'd expect. Instead, God pointed at one thing that happened in history, a story with Egypt, which is pretty cool and pretty fun, but you would think pales in comparison. But the reason why God did that is because we weren't around when he created the universe, but we were there when he took us out of Egypt and we had our personal lives changed around. We saw amazing things. It was unbelievable. And right after that, we stood by Mount Sinai and God said, I am the one who took you out. 
And the main mitzvah that we have at the Seder night is not to talk about the story of the Exodus, not to commemorate it. It's actually to relive it. And the best Seder possible, the perfect Seder is a Seder where you not just read through the Haggadah, but you actually tell the story of what happened and try to put yourself in its place and try to relive the story. And if you actually do that properly, then by the end of the Seder, it's no surprise that you can join the people who actually left Egypt in saying, I know Hashem is one and I know Hashem is running the world. So I'd like to wish you all an amazing Shabbos and an amazing Seder where even if you happen to need to do Seder this year by yourself, just focus on trying to imagine and picture what it was like to live through those times and to and to be taken out of Egypt. May you all have an amazing Shabbos and amazing Passover and take care.